Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something. Bravo. With Lori Lattimore of Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Incomplete. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. Training camp is underway for the Denver Broncos. All sorts of exciting things. Jerry, Judy, Von Miller. Some parts of the team are doing better than other parts of the team, and it's great. (laughs) Tim, when you want to break it down for all of us? Yeah, it's Tuesday, so we've had four days of training camp. But so far, the defense has had its way with the offense through four days. I think today, Von Miller was just a, a one-man wrecking crew. Elijah Wilkinson had a lot of problems with him. So you kind of expect to see that uh, with a new offensive coordinator, all the young players on offense. There's a lot to learn. They're going to be trying to gel together, trying to figure things out, learning all these new new terminology, new system, getting the chemistry down. There's just a lot going on on offense. And then, you know, you've you got the defense, which is a veteran group that's been together for a long time. I'd be more worried if the offense was having their way with the defense at this point, this early in camp. But it's good to see. You know, you want that front seven of, of Denver. We all think it's going to be great. And we all kind of want to see them dominating in practice. And so far we are. You know, there's a couple of camp uh, camp battles going on too that, that fans should be paying attention to. Uh, the biggest one right now is at center. Uh, Austin Schlotman is taking a majority of the, the first team snaps. Uh, but I think Patrick Morris has also gotten a few 
and then Lloyd Cushenberry, uh, the third round rookie, he's getting the second team reps right now. So Vic Fangio did say on Monday that he thinks all three are in play uh, for the starting job. It's there's nothing been decided yet. There's a lot of camp left, so a lot can change between now and week one. I think the other big battles are at right tackle uh, because Demar Dotson's getting up to speed. He's he's getting third team reps right now, but I would expect him to rise uh, to the top there here be, before week one, especially with uh, Elijah Wilkinson getting. What did you say earlier? Von Miller pretty much put him on skates the whole day. Yeah, and then push him around. <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> the other one is a cornerback and i think there's a three-way uh horse race going on there for that uh, third spot between Devonte bosby Devonte harris and isaac yadam bosby's bosby. been looking pretty good right yeah he got another pick today he's, he's got uh, two in camp so far and he had, nearly had one on monday i think he's gonna win the job ultimately bosby looked good last year before he got hurt so yeah. i would have expected him to be the leading guy for that third spot anyway and he's the feel-good story right i mean he's the guy from yeah. the defunct aaf or, or whatever it was oh called. yeah yeah, it yeah. it's like yeah it's uh, good for him like keep it up young man you're talking about the camp battles and talking about the interceptions and i always think we always focus on when the quarterback gets an interception like it's bad and of course it's not great but one of them was from Bryce Callahan. I'm always actually excited when you see our secondary or our, you know, our defense in general, but particularly the secondary, getting those picks. It's as important to look at that situation from the defensive perspective too, especially with Callahan. It's so good to see him out there and playing and living up to the hype a little bit. He's playing, maybe not living up to the hype yet. I feel like with the offense, they're trying to get on the same page, like just don't be afraid of a of an interception in training camp. You know, throw a bunch of those, then throw TDs in the regular season. Yeah, and I I think the biggest question everybody had about the defense was secondary because nobody really knew if Bryce Callahan was actually healthy or if that was just off season hype. Um, so hearing that he's out there covering our the Broncos' best receivers, you know, he's there, he's back. So um, that means they just got to figure out that that third cornerback slot. I like it. Uh, I think Justin Simmons made a play today during practice on Drew Locke, broke up a pass that was nearly picked off by uh, AJ, Bouye. AJ, Bouye. AJ Bouye. Thank you. Yeah, he just, he's new. I, I'm Bouye. <laughs> I agree though, that it's good that we see the defense dominating a little bit, especially with some new pieces and they haven't had the off season together until right now. The offense is going to take a little more time. We have a lot more new young players and we have a new offensive coordinator so we have a new offense we shouldn't have too high expectations other than to see drew lock being the man in terms of leadership and potential and i think that's happening so there was one story that came out you're talking about drew lock the not the not the quote that everybody ran with that uh, tried to make melvin gordon look soft in the altitude right no i didn't about that. like that story <laughs> but no everyone did melvin gordon struggling to adjust to the altitude every site had an article well, you look at the quote and he, he doesn't say that he's struggling. it's just like give me a break like that are you guys that hard up that you're gonna just like misconstrue the quote to make him look soft or or what like that was ridiculous they did that because melvin gordon made such a big deal with jerry judy the altitude's no big deal <laughs> you know a month or so ago when judy was posting some comments on twitter about how hard it was to work out in the altitude and, and so I will say, I think Melvin Gordon deserved maybe a little bit of that, but. 
he was just talking about he wants to be a three down back and you know he's just trying to get his wind and no big deal and it just blew up but i saw that quote and i saw all the posts being posted out there of it i was like i'm not gonna write the same old story so i went with what he said about lock i want to read it and see if this is what you want to hear from player who's just getting to meet uh your quarterback um, he's a fiery quarterback. He wants to be great. He wants to learn, and he's hard on himself. Anytime he makes a back throw, whether it's pass catching, skeleton drills, or anything like that, he's like, hey, Mel, let's run it back on the side. Let's run that play back over. He wants to be a perfectionist, and I like that as a quarterback in some type of fashion. You have to be and think like that in a sense. I like that he's a competitive person like that. He also finishes finished with, he, you like to be led by guys like that. Yeah. And... You know, everything that Melvin Gordon shared there was, man, that's that's what you as a quarterback, you have to work harder than everybody on the field because you have to manage every aspect of the game from the snap to either either you're handing it off or you're throwing it. You have to know everybody's job. And if you don't put the work in you ain't going to be a good quarterback in the end. Well, and also it's showing that he's putting in the work. And so it's like, you know, it, watch, uh, watch, watch what I do, not what I say. I mean, we've had quarterbacks in here that would talk all about the hard work that they were putting in, but you, you didn't, you didn't hear about it from the other members of the team, <laughs> Jim Tebow. Uh, and so I think, <laughs> I think it's good. I, I think it's good to see that. Absolutely. I mean, that quote was actually the one I was thinking of when I said, we're seeing Drew Locke be the man. We're seeing him be the guy that this offense wants to follow. And frankly, if we come out of training camp with just that, <laughs> you know, that, that's a pretty good start, really, for this young offense. Oh, and they have all so, all so many weapons. So, yeah, you know, if, if one quarterback was set up to succeed as a first, second-year player, it is Drew freaking Locke. Except for that offensive line. (laughs) Well, that's true. He's going to be – luckily, he's a runner. Luckily, he likes to use his legs. (laughs) He did did throw a touchdown pass in in practice today to Cortland Sutton while he was on the move. So I'm guessing Von Miller was breathing down his back neck. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, heck no. Get this ball out of here. Yeah. Well, so far, I mean, it's only been four days of camp. Um, When you – when you listen to this, it'll probably be five or six days, but it's been good. I think a lot of positive stuff's coming out. I, I don't know why outlets like Football Outsiders think this is a seven-win team, or you know, they're, the Broncos' offense is projected to be 30th in DVOA. I just don't see why what they're seeing that I'm not seeing. They're looking at stats and they're looking at our win-loss record last year. Here's two examples of of what Mike Kliss has tweeted: Driscoll to Fred Brown hashtag Nine Sports. <laughs> Lindsay, then Gordon with back-to-back runs. Nine sports. He is the worst live tweeter. <laughs> like, has, it has all the emotional intrigue of, of, of like a hastily thrown together shopping list. Like, like, why even do it if you're just gonna be like Driscoll ran Jerry Judy jumps. I, I like, don't. It, it's, it, it's, it's like it's like an easy reader series for my children. Like like is this level one? Don't mention who was in coverage. Don't mention how long the pass was. Don't mention any of that stuff because really all that matters was lock, pass, Judy. I don't think Cliss knows football very well. You know, he doesn't know how to write a quick tweet to give all those details because he probably doesn't understand. He wouldn't even know how to call out the coverage. You know what? You know, you know what we're missing this year? We're missing Nikki Javala. Oh, we totally are. And, and Troy, bless his heart, he's, he's always in traffic or napping or God knows what he's doing. <laughs> 
every tweet that breaks news, it's always like six hours late. And he's like, oh, sorry, I was hiding in the closet by myself. Like, <laughs> what, what, like, where are you, dude? It's always like excuse, then the news, four hours late. When you ask the question, Tim, why, why do uh, outlets like Football Outsiders think this? It's because they, they review this set, sort of information. Troy's napping and Cliss can't string together any sort of dramatic uh, information in any of his tweets. Uh, but he does get the hashtag nine sports because absolutely nobody is looking for the hashtag nine sports. So. <laughs> but he took like a social media class like five years ago and damn it, he is going to hit that hashtag nine sports every single time. It's got to be in his contract that he used that hashtag. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm of just saying. Of course it is. Of course it is. There's just no reason why. Does he use? I haven't looked. Does he use Broncos Camp at least? Does he use like no. a hashtag that anybody any. cares about? No, <laughs> just hashtag nine nine sports. Did it have a misspelling? And it was N E W D nude. That was good. That was. He did classic. that with the tagging. He tagged at nine nude. <laughs> <laughs> That's we've what, we've completely derailed here. I don't think we have. I think this is perfect something something progress material. So okay, just before we move on, we gotta we gotta just kind of pour one out. Uh, this last weekend uh, was supposed to be the Broncos' first preseason game against the San Francisco 49ers in Denver, um, and uh, that didn't happen. And uh, it was the first. It's the first of four preseason games that have been canceled. Uh, and frankly, I am elated. If you're into fantasy football, the three receivers that you're going to want to pay attention to in fantasy is Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Tim Patrick. Those are your big three. KJ Hamler sounds like he might be a year away from taking on a bigger role, but he'll be that guy that comes in for the big pay, big play threat. So long as Locke has time to throw the ball, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be doing okay. Like it, it just makes me nervous. Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon are catching everything out of the backfield. Pat Shermer sends those guys out in the flat all day long for Drew Locke. So if he is under pressure, he's going to have people available to dump the ball off to. That is good news because I think he's going to have to do that. So for those Bronco fans uh, that were afraid we were going to miss out on those bubble screens, you're in luck. (laughs) They're they're not going anywhere. (laughs) We'll not have pass to the tight end the bubble screen to the tight end is the first play on the on this offense though remember that you, you just cursed us you just cursed us. i first didn't play, i made sure first play against tennessee drew lock is not trevor simeon okay we're not gonna to do that. virgil green <laughs> somehow virgil green's not even in uniform but oh my god he caught the pass for a three-yard loss <laughs> no offense might take a bubble screen 70 yards so i i, I might be okay with that Julius Thomas, like, remember back in the day? I remember little that. bubble screen to Julius, yeah. and oh, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, the days. But it was a terrible idea with a rookie tight end first game or whatever. Or Virgil Green, who is not a pass catcher. Oh, I think I think yeah, this we're still year waiting might be for him. Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've really I've really heard some great things. You know, well, that forever. reminds me, biggest storyline out of camp is Jake Butt. Loving how he's playing. They they think he's you know making the plays is he looks healthy uh, it's a crowded tight end room though and he, there's kind of some doubt whether or not he'll make the team as i said in, in our mile high report slack channel he is this year's mario fanon the guy who gets injured every year and never makes it never makes it like i i would be surprised if he 
plays against the Titans. Like, I would be surprised. He, well, he's you going got, to get hurt. He's you, got get Noah, hurt. you got Noah Fant, Albert O, um, Nick Vanna. They're not going to get rid of those three. But he's no. going to be the fifth one because Andrew Beck is a fullback slash tight end. They are not going to get rid of their only fullback option. So Andrew Beck's spot secure. So that, that leaves him at the fifth spot. Pat Shermer almost never keeps more than four tight ends. So he'd have to keep five in order to keep Bud. Troy Rank had said last week that he he doesn't see an easy path for Jake Butt on the roster. But having a good camp should help him get on to another team. Too. Yeah. So he's a feel-good story, though. If he's really coming out, he's he's making the catches. Made a diving catch for a touchdown, I think. He's making plays. He's making plays every day in practice. The live tweets we get from the media, they really do focus on the Jake Butt updates. So we get a lot of what he's doing. I wish him well in the NFL if it's not for the Broncos. Because it'd be really great to see him actually be able to come back from injury and have a career. It's tough because he's not really competing with all four Andrew Beck is his own thing, so he's going to get a roster spot. Nick Vanett is more of like the the big guy that's going to be your goal line, you know, need to get some push off the line to get into the end zone. And then he's really competing with Noah Fant and Albert O, and the Broncos aren't going to get rid of their fourth-round pick of this year, and they certainly aren't going to get rid of Noah Fant. So. Right. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the first game, Monday, September 14th, it's uh, it's less than a month away. Like, it's it's coming. You can't stop it. Like, football is going well, – I mean, it can be stopped. Thanks, coronavirus jerks. Uh, but it, it, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it can. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I've been really impressed, actually, with how the Broncos players and even the just the whole franchise has handled coming back to practice and taking it seriously and being safe. And it gives me some confidence that we will make it through this season. At least the Broncos will. <laughs> Oh, so all, good. Yeah. Until the Jaguars or the Browns screwed up for the rest. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I was I was talking to some friends today uh, about the current state of affairs with the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, and and I get they went to a casino and uh, promptly got like uh, totally infected, and and are now playing double he- seven inning double headers. Uh, going forward for like the rest of the baseball season because because they 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 needed to go get some casino action, and uh, and one of my buddies pointed out he's like and you know it wasn't a nice casino it was one of these like skeevy like riverboat things like like on a river and it, like with no ventilation and like <laughs> it smells bad is it worth getting in line at the at the all you can eat buffet 
with the with the hostess with the runny nose so that you can get some of that 4.99 uh prime rib like like what were they thinking like this is ridiculous like, their whole season is like totally screwed up and it's good in a way that you have teams like the cardinals to show everyone major league baseball as well as nfl this is how you're going to screw up your job, your life, your season, everything. So if you listen to Drew Locke the other day, he, I mean, this is a second year player. So he's what, 24, 23, maybe. And he's up there talking about how it's not going to be hard to be disciplined and to stay safe and not to go out and not to do unsafe things because this is, your job and it's it's you you should sacrifice for it and especially when that sacrifice is really only for a short amount of time i love hearing that i mean i assume he's gonna follow through and and when you have your quarterback doing that when you have von miller talking about how serious this is i think the broncos have a lot of pieces in play to help them not go down <laughs> the cardinals path some skeevy <laughs> riverboat casino you know like gross like i can i can see it now like just how disgusting those things are i went to some in council bluffs iowa that were kind of like that and yeah these these are boats in name only they are platforms <laughs> that like that they just like float out to the middle of the river once a month just so that they qualify as quote unquote boats they're not boats they're not buildings they're just like coronavirus hubs funny story side story that has nothing to do with football but i was actually a reporter in missouri in the 90s when they were getting riverboat casinos and i interviewed the governor about how he had changed his position you know he had been against them you know morally and ethically 10 years before that and now he was suddenly for it and i was trying to interview him about that and he got so mad at me he actually kicked me out of the his office i kicked oh. me out of the interview did you have a runny nose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So had had I been more successful, you know, with my story, perhaps there might not have been any riverboat casinos, and the Cardinals would still be playing a regular season. So yeah, there but, you go. Thirty years also, later, I could have stopped it. <laughs> no, no, four ninety nine prime rib though. <laughs> true. It's true. It's a trade off. Yeah, go beat Grandma out even the, for the for the little tiny dish. You're like. Oh, like five hour old green beans. Like, <laughs> get the yeah. Cardinals up in here. This is a time not to be missed. And the mashed potatoes where the gravy is like, it's already got that film over the top of it. Oh yeah. It's been there good. so long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the fried chicken. that's like leathery and kind of crunchy. Uh -huh. Cause it's been <laughs> under the heat lamp for 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. And then they're like, Ooh, that's starting to look a little off here. Let's just rotate it and turn it over. So it doesn't look so bad on the other side. <laughs> I want to go to a casino with you someday, Jess. Yes, yes, and, and I will. I will get you some all-you-can-eat shrimp off that buffet that is just sitting in a puddle of water where ice used to be. It's like that 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 right. uh, melted hours ago. It's right. just kind of like floating around there with right. like the little boat of cocktail sauce, kind of half wet and half submerged. We will, we will not have to worry about COVID-19 then, but we will have to worry about salmonella and, and E. coli. All right, come on and jo yeah. join us, Tim. We're having a good time over yeah. here. Come on, the water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, all right.
I have something yeah, fun. It's a mystery, mystery questions. I, I thought about this the other day and I was like, you know what? We're going to do this. And so what it is, is I'm going to read you quotes by famous football players or coaches and or coaches. And you have to tell me who said it. Johnny okay? United. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. my first guess. Why a no. tittle? <laughs> yes. No. Well, come on. After another loss, someone asked this coach what he thought about his team's execution. He couldn't lie. I'm in favor of it, the coach quipped. Oh, I know this one. Lombardi. No. What day? 19, 1970s. First coach for this franchise in the 1970s. What was the Chiefs coach? What was his name? Lamar Hunt? Well, the Chiefs were already in no, the Chiefs is already 70s. Had... <laughs> it's supposed to be a, a newer team. Tom Laundry. <laughs> uh all right is john mckay of the tampa bay buccaneers okay all right let's make this a little we'll make this a little easier we'll make this a little easier you play to win the game do you know that one? Oh my is that God. how he sounded yeah you play to win the game oh was he a colts head coach no okay then i don't know guys really like i, I thought you guys would get these this is I know that one's iconic. It's terrible. That one's not Lombardi. What decade? No. Is there a Lombardi in here? <laughs> no. Is there a, some laundry? It's Herm Edwards, guys. Like, oh, should we keep the going? Jets. Like, yes. Playoffs. We're not talking oh, well, playoffs. That's, that's uh, the the. It's a game. What's he? He coached the Saints and the Colts. What was his name? Jim Mora. Jim Mora. Thank you. He did coach the Saints, though. I knew who I was talking about. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Playoffs. Well, here's here's one. that I, I wouldn't get this, but this is actually kind of funny. He said, when discussing his medical history, this player said uh, he made light of his situation. My knees look like they lost a knife fight with the midget. <laughs> that sounds 80s That's got to be like an old school. It's yeah. old school, yeah. Is uh, it 80s? Gay Hulb. Hulub. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. I have no totally idea. Totally no, incorrect. When coach of this team uh, was asked to provide an update on the condition of his quarterback. Bill Belichick. Apparently, the coach recognized the wild ways of his field general as well. Quote, the soldier surgery was a success. The lobotomy failed. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, Who said that? That's funny, though. I don't okay. know. What that's, year? Uh, 80s. 80s? I'll even give you the I'll even give you the quarterback. Jim McMahon was the quarterback he was talking oh, about. Oh uh, my gosh. He's on TV all the time. The Bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the coach's name, but I'm just naming Bears players. <laughs> Refrigerator Perry. We know. Uh, George Wendt uh, from Saturday no, he, he also <laughs> just had that picture with Trump last week. Mike Singletary. Ago. Mike Dicta. Mike, there you go. Boom. See, Dicta. I just had to say Mike, and then it all came back to me. Nobody in football should be called a genius, he said. A genius is a guy like Norman Einstein. <laughs> How are Norman we supposed to know these? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that, was, uh, that was Joe Theismann. One more, one more. <laughs> he couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the T, he said. And that was... Hollywood Henderson. There you go. All right, last one. <laughs> we would never have gotten those. No, no, I, I wasn't going to twist. Okay. But that one's so All good. Right. This is. I'll read you the quote. 
and see if you guys can get it. You guys should get this one, okay? Quote, you look a little tired, Eugene. Up late last night? <laughs> well, is it Eugene Robinson? It is Eugene Robinson. Yay! Oh, Super Bowl 32. Yeah, right. The 33. Played the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl. 33. Uh, who said that quote, though? According to this site that's giving me these quotes, which now makes me wonder if this is, uh, if any of these quotes are accurate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right before the Atlanta Falcons played the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 38 in oh, 1999. That's a typo. It's a typo. Three is so right next to eight. There's an extra V in there. Uh, Eugene Robinson made headlines when he was arrested for soliciting sex from an undercover Miami police officer. Robinson made it to the game, though he allowed Terrell Davis to gain 39 yards on a catch and run while he missed a tackle. According to Sports Illustrated, several Broncos players couldn't resist attacking the easy target. You look a little tired, Eugene, they said. Up late last night? Oh, that was our player saying that to him? The humiliation didn't end there as Denver ended up winning 34 to 19. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rick Riley was talking about it, and he's like, he's like, hey, honey, can I borrow two 20s so I can go out and get some milk? <laughs> like how do you like how do you get away with that uh, yeah so bless his heart he had a good time i hope it was worth it we got the super bowl thanks eugene yeah tim i want you to go out with a win they're killing me whitey they're killing me <laughs> Where okay. to god i have like the biggest softball that's Lou Saban. That's like his famous like quote. They're killing me, Whitey. They're I wasn't alive me. when he yeah, was but it's, it's in like every throwback video of all time. It's in every video. I didn't. I've never. I don't know. Maybe Swear I did. Country, Maybe I saw I it and it didn't like, dawn on me. country and come find you. <laughs> when you have a half a loaf, you take There you go. Loaf. There you go. <laughs> I trust that Lori will be able to make a masterpiece out of this. <laughs> This incredibly just, awful trivia like... I was so excited. I was like, oh, it's going to be so much fun. It was fun to watch you get mad at us for not knowing anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's easy for me, too, because I have it right here in front of me. So I exactly. look pretty smart. How do you not know this? I'm reading it right here. <laughs> Come on. You guys are so stupid. Broncos, Super Bowl 38, guys. Come on. Remember Elway's last game? <laughs> 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 All right, enough of that. Best of luck uh, uh, to uh, the Denver Broncos as they continue their training camp march towards Super Bowl championship. Um, I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. We thank you for listening to Something Something Broncos. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can't get enough, Jess, Tim, and Lori, what you can do is you can go to milehighreport.com and read all of our stuff. Uh, they write more than I do, and that's okay. It's, I'm okay with that. So, thank you for listening. <laughs> a correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both, uh, both fouls were on the kicking team. Von Miller basically put Elisha Wilkinson on skates and just threw him around all day. <laughs> Troy Rigg had a, had a decent tweet. I was napping and I was, I was in traffic, but I no, can't no. Broncos offensive linemen should block Von Miller on Twitter. It's way easier than doing it in practice. <laughs> oh, I'm retweeting that. Well, I thought Judy has looked good every day. Oh, Judy, everywhere he goes, he's looking Wait, good. So. Guys, guys. We're doing the show before. We are. It's okay. <laughs> We're not doing the show. The show. <laughs> the show.
show. Lead us off, Jess. Okay, are we ready? I don't know. Wait, let's get let's get into it. They hear a dog. Yeah, he's somebody came in the door, so he's like. So we'll just we'll just chat for a little I'm, bit while the dog. I'm talks. gonna kill you, and then oh, you're my mom. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alberto, Wabanon, Wabanon, whatever. It is. Yeah, I, he, I was he so made good a... at that before. Well, how is that? How do I pronounce it? Oko, Oko, yeah, Oko I'm, not, I'm not even gonna try. You did what you do is you just edit this in. I will, and, and then you finish with with. The, I can uh, do that. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All Thanks right. for the editing advice. <laughs> hey, you know, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.